You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Settle in, little ones. It's short story time. Around a fire, six men sat. Two with spoons to eat their chili, two with forks to eat their chili, and two with knives to eat raw animals like badasses. One of the spooners said, If you were stranded out in the wilderness, what would you bring to eat food with? A spoon, a knife, or a fork? Surely a spoon, it's the most logical. The second spooner agreed. The forkers protested loudly, No, no, a spoon cannot spear meat. The knifers continued to eat their raw meat without a word. One of the spooners had a moment of creativity and said, I know, I would put all three of them together to have the best of all worlds. The second spooner and the forkers agreed loudly, cheering and raising their utensils to rejoice and clink them together. Then the knifers got up and knifed them. That story's called, Why Sporks Are Stupid. Okay, I, there was no real point to that story other than the fact that I just really hate sporks. I think they're stupid. They're useless. There's not enough, there's maybe more spoon than anything. Not enough fork to really jab anything of use. I I don't know, it's just dumb. Anyway. Welcome to Lesbertarian, the only place for liberty-loving muff divers and muff diving enthusiasts. Join us this week as we tear apart the political binary and take a look at issues through the lens of non-aggression and reason. I'm your host, Kim Shang. Throw on your flannel, rent your U-Haul, and let's get this thing started. Welcome to episode 5 of Lesbertarian. My question for you today is, is the LGBT struggle the civil rights movement of our time? Of course, we want to figure out what the heck civil rights means. And I'm about to bust out the dictionary. I know there are some people that are freaking out because apparently dictionaries are oppression, but whatever, I'm going to use it because we use words. Merriam-Webster definition of civil rights, the non-political rights of a citizen. Now, we're going to Check out the Britannica. Civil rights. Guarantees of equal social opportunities and equal protection under the law, regardless of race, religion, or other personal characteristics. Of course, we got to get to the legal definitions. This is Merriam-Webster legal. Civil liberty, especially any of the civil liberties guaranteed by the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution and by the Civil Rights Acts. They have a note here for... Civil Rights Act of 1964, to make this a little more clear before I continue on, it's comprehensive legislation intended to end discrimination based on race, color, religion, or national origin. It is often called the most important U.S. law on civil rights since Reconstruction. Title I of the Act guarantees equal voting rights by removing registration requirements and procedures biased against minorities and the underprivileged. Title II prohibits segregation or discrimination in places of public accommodation involved in intense commerce. Title VII bans discrimination, including sex-based discrimination, by trade unions, schools, or employers involved in interstate commerce or doing business with the federal government. It also established a government agency, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC, to enforce these provisions. The Act also calls for the desegregation of public schools, Title IV, broadens the duties of the Civil Rights Commission, Title V, 
and assures non-discrimination in the distribution of funds under federally assigned programs, Title VI, a 1972 amendment, the Equal Employment Opportunity Act, extended Title VII coverage to employees of state and local governments and increased the enforcement authority of the EEOC. Now, if we want to get a serious modern-day definition, let's look at the legal definition from Cornell Law School. A civil right is an enforceable right or privilege which, if interfered with by another, gives rise to an action for injury. Discrimination occurs when the civil rights of an individual are denied or interfered with because of the individual's membership in a particular group or class. Various jurisdictions have enacted statutes to prevent discrimination based on a person's race, sex, religion, age, previous condition of servitude, physical limitation, national origin, and in some instances, sexual orientation. All right, I already know that when we talk civil rights, the biggest one that everybody remembers, especially in the U.S., because that's where we we are, or at least where I am, I have no idea where you're listening. If you're listening from another country, hi. Anyway, we think of slavery when it comes to civil rights, because that was one of the big struggles in the U.S. What I tend to see a lot of when we discuss the rights of people in the LGBT community is to compare everything to the plight of African Americans being brought over as slaves and having to fight for their rights. In the show notes, I have some links to that go a little bit more in depth on the amendments, the 13th, 14th, and 15th amendments that involve the abolition of slavery and equal rights for African Americans. I made with going into civil rights and talking about the past and talking about African-American slavery was because a lot of times when I hear LGBT rights and issues spoken about, and I've even heard this in libertarian communities, it's often compared to slavery. LGBT rights are on the same level as civil rights. This is our new civil rights movement. We're fighting just like we're fighting for black people, which to me sounds a little strange because it makes it sound like we're a new race of people that was just discovered. Now we got to get our rights. I'm going to point something out to you. We're all humans. Our sexuality does not define our entire being. I know that's coming from somebody who has a podcast called Lesbertarian, but that's because it's involving two different topics. I wouldn't say, hey, I'm Kim. I'm... My entire life is my sexuality and who I sleep with. No, it's just a part of me. I'm still a human. We all eat, sleep, take a dump, all that good stuff. All of us do that. We are humans. There are aspects of all of us that make us human beings. That's why we're classified as human beings. Even people who don't agree with people being gay or transitioning or any of that... They still see us as people. You might have the extreme people who try to say we're not human, but that's a very small extreme. And of course, if we're looking at the internet, you would think that the extreme is the norm. And we tend to make all of our claims based on what the extreme left and right are saying, as if that's the whole of the left and right or the entire planet or the entire entirety of the U.S., which is incorrect. Most people understand that gays and lesbians and bisexuals and trans people are also human beings. 
One of the things that people like to bring up often when they talk about African-American slavery is that we were not considered to be an entire person, well, a three-fourths person. That's just... The thing is, gays, as I said, and trans people, bisexual people, all of us straight people, we're all humans. The rights that we are supposed to be fighting for are human rights. We're all about putting ourselves in these boxes these days and trying to find a group that struggles. That's the main thing. And that's one of the things I noticed as I separated from being a Democrat was that you always have to find a class of people that maybe is a smaller subsection of the population, not something people understand. It's usually the best if religious people don't exactly like what they do. That's usually perfect if you are somebody on the left. And you take that group, you marginalize them, you make sure you amplify anything that they're dealing with that's considered negative. And I'm not saying that anybody in the LGBT community or minorities, we didn't actually have hard times. That's not what I'm saying. It's just amplified on a huge scale and strangely never changes or gets better. It's always got to be a marginalized group that continues to help the government have power because that marginalized group will vote for you every time if you tell them, hey, you're downtrodden, we're gonna help you, and it just never seems to get better. So meanwhile, here we are as a country just voting ourselves into division and marginalized groups and trusting these people that we vote for to do something about it, when mainly the change has to come from us and how society, we as people, view each other because the more that people have to view other people as human beings and people, it's a little harder to treat them terribly. And yet we keep entrusting all of this to just voting for the right person. And somehow that's going to just make hate disappear. This just forcing leaders and forcing laws on people is just going to do something instead of people having to recognize that other people are people that are different from them. As I've said before, there's still an uphill battle to fight when it comes to trans rights. And the good thing these days are there are people who will go and fight for rights. The ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, their goal for the LGBT community is stated on their website. The ACLU has a long history of defending the LGBTQ community. We brought our first LGBTQ rights case in 1936 and founded the LGBTQ project in 1986. Today, the ACLU brings more LGBTQ cases and advocacy in initiatives than any other national organization does. With our reach into the courts and legislatures of every state, there is no other organization that can match our record of making progress, both in the courts of law and in the court of public opinion. Right now, the ACLU, ACLU is focusing on LGBT parenting, relationships, youth, non-discrimination protections, and transgender rights. Sounds good and all. The thing is, as I said earlier, we're all people. And under the Constitution, even though I think it is a piece of paper that hasn't done a very good job of holding the government to everything that it says, 
We are all people. We all have the same rights. I don't know what group is going to be next if we continue this circus of electing from parties and voting for leaders. What group is going to be next to marginalize and make them feel like there's barely any hope and the only people that can save them are our benevolent leaders? We got to know this. You have a right to your body, your property, the things that you make with your hands. We all have rights that we have the right to do the things that make us happy as long as it doesn't harm anybody else. We have the right to believe what we want to believe as long as we're not trying to force that on anybody else. We all have those basic human rights. It's not given to you by a government. If the government has to exist, I don't think it does, but since it does, its job is to protect life, liberty, and property. It's not to to say that protecting life is forcing my Christian neighbor to say, hey, gay is fine. No. A good portion of Christians that are actually paying attention to anything that's in the Bible that they are reading will love you anyway. And even though they don't see your sexuality or if you're transgender as being godly, what's godly is treating people correctly, not trying to force their religious views on us or us trying to force our views and the way we think things should go onto them. Government, if it is to exist, should protect life, liberty, and property, not tell us how to live our lives at all. I'm not okay with that. And I want to make that point, and I hope that is clear. And to answer the question that I set out at the beginning, if the plight of the LGBT community is our civil rights movement of our current time, I'd have to say our civil rights movement is just to Make sure at this point that us citizens are focusing on our rights and it not being interfered with by the government. It doesn't have anything to do with race, gender, sexuality, any of that to me anymore because we are all people. And as long as we're fighting for our rights and freedom and liberty, that to me is the civil rights movement at this point. Pretty much against the government who keeps trying to push us in certain directions and trying to keep us in groups so that they can stay in power. So that, to me, is what the civil rights movement is. And speaking of rights, we're going to talk about discrimination. Isn't that exciting? First up in gay news, in Kentucky, the Supreme Court dismisses gay t-shirt discrimination case. Maybe you've heard of this case, maybe you didn't, but if you didn't hear about this case, okay, good. We're going we're gonna to do a little quiz here, and everybody who knows about this case, you just... Quiet down in the back and just let us take this real quick quiz. First question. What type of person do you think the suit was filed against? Second question. What reasons do you think the suit was filed? Third question. Why do you think the suit was brought? If you answered, a religious person refused to do a service for a member of the LGBT community, so... An LGBTQ rights organization follows suit, then you, my friend, either have heard of this type of case before or you just know how to use your brain. This story out of Kentucky, hands-on originals owner Blake Adamson was asked to design t-shirts that were to say Lexington Pride Festival in 2012. 
the claim is that the court didn't make a decision on if businesses can discriminate on religious grounds. I want to make something really clear here. I believe discriminating hatefully against anyone for being LGBT is reprehensible. But I said hateful discrimination on purpose. Hateful discrimination. I'm going to have to admit it to you. We discriminate every day. It's the act of perceiving a difference is what discrimination is. Whether perceiving that difference in categories, individually, or what have you. I mean, I discriminate against types of food, which, of course, then guides me to go to certain restaurants over other restaurants. I discriminate over working with coworkers who've actually done a task that I was assigned to do and that I'm trying to learn instead of picking the person who's as clueless as I am because I need somebody to help me that knows what they're doing so we don't take down the entire network and all these lazy admins will have to do something other than stare at Facebook all day while ordering stupid crap on Amazon. We tend to only use the word discrimination when it comes to race, gender, or sexuality when in fact we discern differences and make choices based on those differences all the time, daily. Considering we discriminate, I find that businesses have every right to discriminate because it isn't really the business themselves that make all the money unless the business is being carried on the wings of the government so that it isn't allowed to fail or anything. I don't condone that kind of business. Let's get that clear. Don't condone the government making sure you can't fail kind of business model. What I'm talking about is something like your mom and pop store where... The customer is your lifeblood to your company. If they're not buying your product, well, you're not going to be in business long, are you? One of the other things it can tell me is what kind of clientele you have. This is not a news story by any means. Of course, this whole thing, this whole debacle was in 2012. But we've heard a bunch of stories like this. And the reason I decided to do the quiz idea is because it's basically the same formula. LGBTQ person goes into store that religious person owns. Religious person doesn't want to make LGBT item. Suddenly there's a lawsuit. And nobody's mind has really changed. It looks like it's a great victory if the court would have ruled in the favor of the LGBT rights organization, which they did not. And the court is being accused of not taking a strong enough stand on if business can discriminate or not. And in my mind, businesses should be able to discriminate because I want to know where those people are that don't support things that I like. I mean, sure, go ahead. If there's a store that wants to say, hey, we hate all black people and we don't serve them. If you even look partially black, we're not going to serve you. We're going to tell you to leave. That's fine. I want to know who that racist human is. I want to see the people that frequent that place, and I'm probably not going to associate with them. And I also want those people out in the open, because, once again, I have said this before, when you start trying to force somebody into your view and say, hey, we're going to force these people that are backwards and racist into having to work with black people, and that's just going to solve everything, and we know it doesn't, but to us, that's okay, because... I will feel comfortable because now, by law, this guy has to deal with me. And we 
teach people nothing. We don't end up teaching them love at all. We end up teaching them to sit on their hate and perhaps look for a leader that is going to help them use that hate and it's going to suddenly be okay to be hateful. And I continue to say this and people who actually pay attention to people and actually have good relations with people find out that loving a person, getting to know people, is the best and maybe not always the fastest way to get people to understand people with other views and people with other lifestyles. It's never been, oh goodness, a law said that I shouldn't be this way, so I decided, hey, I now love everyone. That's not how it goes. We need to stop making laws just to make ourselves feel better. And you can say that the laws are there for safety, but something is starting to not add up here. Continually, I keep talking about news, and this is not even something that I'm doing on purpose, where the struggle is always against somebody who's Christian because it's continually the fight to want to force Christians to accept us, which, for the most part, they've accepted us as humans. They don't accept the sexuality, and we just... For some reason, the LGBTQ community just have to just force somebody into it until they say, it's okay to be gay, everybody be gay, let's gay all over the place, everyone. Just gay, just rainbows, farting rainbows and riding unicorns and all that good stuff until Christians start just, I don't know, having parades through the church or something. They're just not going to be satisfied at all when you know darn well what their beliefs are. All right, I need to get away from that topic or I'll be talking about it forever. And we're already going longer than usual. Second story from ABC News. Rule would let faith-based adoption groups exclude LGBTQ parents. According to ABC News, the Trump administration is proposing a rule that would allow faith-based foster care and adoption agencies to continue getting taxpayer-funded funding even if they exclude LGBTQ families and others from their services based on religious beliefs. Here we go, and I said it earlier, it's always the battle against religious people and wondering, goodness, why is there backlash? We just keep trying to force religious people to see it our way, and of course, it goes the other direction. Religious people are wondering, why can't these people just change? Uh, well, because we're all different, we have different views. I, we're just in this constant battle, left and right, just trying to change everybody instead of accepting people. Also, I'm not a fan of my tax dollars being taken from me anyway, so can we stop all of this force funding, please, so I can give my dollars directly without paying for every damn thing on the planet the government wastes money on just so I can fund this one single thing every time I want to fund something and the government says, okay, we'll take care of poor people for you, but you're also going to pay for our wars blowing up a bunch of people and this and that and this and that and blah, 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 a bunch of stuff. I've heard people say, it's fine, we can fund all that other crap that's non-transparent stuff the government never tells us about. If it means a poor person gets helped, instead of helping this person directly with our money, and people will say that nobody would be charitable if we didn't tax. Do you remember a moment being alive where we weren't taxed? Anyone, you gotta be really, really damn old if you remember a time when we weren't taxed. So how are you, can you really say if people are going to be charitable or not? We already know that our money is being taken and given to goodness knows what. And somehow you can predict that people wouldn't be charitable. Well, the money's being taken out anyway. 
And that's another part of the problem. The money's being taken out anyway, so why pay attention to anything? I'm already broke because they keep taking money. People aren't going to be charitable if they're always getting stolen from in the first place. But there are some people, and I give some to some charities, that are willing to do that, even though we're getting a lot of money taken from us. And GoFundMes are about the best thing I've ever seen for helping people. I've seen it help people move to other states. I've seen it get people's medical bills paid. People are charitable. You just got to let them and got to give them the opportunity to do so. Okay, that's enough rambling and ranting from me. If you want to be heard, you can always reach me on Twitter at Lesbertarian, Instagram at Lesbertarian, search out Lesbertarian on Facebook, and if you'd like to send me an email, lesbertarian at gmail.com. Until next time, everyone.